0: Electric Friends, a Gary Newman podcast, celebrating the tracks by a musical pioneer. Things I just don't understand.
1: my favourite Gary Newman songs is also one of his most catchy numbers, and one I also thought should have been a bigger deal, really. For whatever reason, We Are Glass never had the legacy of cars or our friends electric outside Numanoids, despite being a top 5 hit for Gary, and is often overlooked when it comes to looking back at 80s pop bangers. I'm biased, of course, but We Are Glass is one of the greatest electronic or new wave pop songs ever made. It has an insanely catchy hook, a great mix of synths and guitars, and Gary's early alien voice is top notch. Let's look back at the should-be classic pop song and what the hell it could be about.
0: We Are young,
1: we can Glass was Gary Newman's first release since his hugely successful Pleasure Principle album in 1979. While a big success, fans noted how Gary didn't use guitars in the record compared to his previous works. Newman decided that getting rid of guitars had been a mistake and brought them back into the studio for his next project. The recording also featured Paul Gardner on bass, Chris Payne on viola, Dennis Haynes on piano, Sed Sharpley on drums, Gary's brother John Webb on percussion and a newly expanded array of electronic keyboards including Russell Bell and Gary on the ARP Pro Soloist, and Gary on guitars and the Roland Jupiter 4 to augment the Moog synthesizers of his previous releases. Despite being released as a single along with I Die You Die, We Are Glass wasn't included on Gary's next album, Telecon, which has been described as the third entry of his machine section of his career. We Are Glass would eventually be included on the cassette version of the album as well as future releases on CD and special editions. The song, clocking in at 4 minutes and 46 seconds, is surprisingly quite long for a single, and it was released on May the 9th, 1980. It still has all the electronic synth sounds of his previous album, but the song is a much more upbeat and, dare I say it, feel-good sounding song compared to the likes of our friends Electric and Complex before it. Gary's voice is on top form and the addition of heavy guitars make it a truly great early 80s pop song that combines the emerging synth pop scene with a dose of new wave and punk. The song was supported by one of his first music videos, and Gary has arguably never looked cooler. Here he is wearing his full telecom boiler suit and red stripes, brandishing his guitar, smashing mirrors and TVs, and hand clapping like a boss. It was a brilliant video for the early MTV era, and you can imagine it doing well in the States when the second British Invasion was starting up. Amazingly, despite so many classic Newman songs appearing on replicas in The Pleasure Principle before it, this was only Gary's fourth single release. I always felt like he should have released more singles from Replicas before moving on to The Pleasure Principle, but how can you deny his prolific creative streak of 1979? The song entered at number 10, climbed to a peak of number 5, and had four weeks inside the UK top 10. After six weeks, it was out of the top 40. The song deserved better. But was there a potential issue stopping it from having a fair shot? Writing in his autobiography Revolution, Gary said,
0: While we were touring Australia, Beggars released the first single from Telecom, We Are Glass although the song wasn't actually included on the album itself. I'd filmed a video before going out on tour that, but at one point showed me smashing TVs with a sledgehammer. In Britain, Top of the Pops refused to show the video, as they said it was promoting violence. I thought that was a little over the top,
1: but as I wasn't in the country, the video was all we had. That band definitely hurt the single. Sadly, this meant that due to a relative lack of promotion as Gary wasn't able to perform the song on Top of the Pops, and no video to air, it didn't get the needed millions watching at home and boost the single. It was mostly from radio play and of course Newman's loyal fans that made it a hit at all. But what was it about? Speaking on Australian radio station 2SM in 1981, Gary said that the song was inspired by a comment from a magazine staffer. He said, Somebody once told me, a man from Omni magazine, that he thought I'd been put here by something, aliens or something, to carry out a cause, which I thought was very flattering, but a little silly. We Are Glass, I wrote that because of that, you know, like all pop stars are put here for reasons. Back to his Revolution book, and Gary elaborated,
0: Songs like We Are Glass and Remind Me to Smile were about fans and the strange and sometimes difficult relationship with them that now seemed to be a part of life. Becoming famous was absolutely nothing like I expected. And Telecon is an uncomfortable journey through that shock realisation. I was still young and inexperienced, childish almost. I can say, without question, the Asperger's part of me has never been so raw and challenged as it was then.
1: For The next decade or so, We Are Glass became a much-loved live favourite with fans. In fact, We Are Glass would usually be played as the final song of the night, leaving fans with a grin as they jumped about to the song's irresistible hook. though for me, as a Newman fan who only started seeing him live in the 2000s, it was very rare to hear him play We Are Glass at all. From 1994 onwards, it didn't quite fit in with his new style of industrial, goth and metal sounds. Cars was also omitted for quite a while. Songs like Metal, ME and Films translate well to the new sound, but We Are Glass was dropped from most gigs for some time. That was why it was particularly awesome to hear Gary bring it back to his setlist in the recent Intruder tour, often playing it as the final song before his encore, harking back to the early days. The song has appeared on various Newman compilations over the years and in 1997 it was covered by the band EMF on the Random Tribute album. The song's B-side also deserves a mention. Gary and his band recorded a beautiful synth cover version of the classical piece Gymnopodes by Eric Satie. I may come back to this on another time. Reaching out to fans about their memories and comments about the song, Steve Cannes said, Just buying the single in HMV and Oxford Street and taking it home and playing the A-side and B-side over and over, it was exciting to have a new single and album to listen to and to see what he'd do next. John Gunn said it was the song and video that got him into Newman, an all-time favourite. Dave Travis said it was classic Gary Newman, great song, great video, one of the best to sing along to and dance to, and just an epic song full stop. Michael McKinnon said it could be about being different in society, feeling like everything that is taken for granted by most people is scary and frightening to some others. Being an outsider's outsider from an early age, I really connected with Gary Newman and the whole electronic music thing. Anthony Faulkner said, I was 15. I'd never bought a single before. I've never been a fan of anyone before. It's Newman at the very top of his game. An anthemic, synth-led pop single. It's about his newfound fame and fandom, the fragility of it all. My favourite single of all time by anyone. Marie Aston said, I don't know what it means, but it's my ringtone. I love that. Uh, Jeanette Herring said, I remember when I first heard We Are Glass. I was at school listening to a little pocket radio at lunchtime and it sent shivers down my spine. I went to Devonham's record department and bought a copy. Never stopped playing it for days. So much so that My dad used to sing it when he thought I wasn't listening. Made me smile, a brilliant memory and my favourite has to be this from Mark Green true story I jumped off a bus into the bus stop in a rush to get home and play it I held the record outstretched so I didn't damage it got home covered in blood and got a bollocking for not letting the bus come to a stop went to my room and played it all night brilliant Um, well Wheel Glass is definitely one of my personal favourites by Gary and let's hope he continues to keep it as part of his set list going forward because it was awesome hearing it Uh, next time I'll be delving into the dance era of Gary so stay tuned for that thanks for listening as ever I'll be back very soon with more Newman stories please keep in touch I'm on Twitter at Newman Podcast or you can email me newmanpodcast at gmail.com you can download, subscribe and stream wherever you get your podcasts and at newmanpodcast.com
0: Friends, a Gary Newman podcast celebrating the tracks by a musical pioneer. pioneer.